You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gumtown Podcast, episode 46. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Before we bring on today's guest, we got something to talk about, good people. We back for another edition of Support Your Own Sunday, all right? Want to shout out Fairview Farmers Market, located on Fairview Avenue on that good old west side. They say it's the best side, but I ain't getting into that debate today. But nah, pull up. They got some locally grown, fresh produce, veggies, fruits. I got a couple watermelons from there a couple weeks ago. Yellow meat, red meat. Off the chain, if you grew up in the country, if you grew up around Big Mama when she was growing that garden, going to the farmer's market just takes you back to that place. So pull up, let them know the Gumptown Podcast sent you. All right? That's all we got to talk about, good people. On with today's show. Today's guest, she is the founder and owner of Adelaide Bliss. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I'm sure you all will be inspired by her story. Let's give a warm Gumptown round of applause for Risque Gilmore. Risque, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you today? All is well on my end and glad to hear you're doing well as well. First things first, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having us, for having me. Um, I greatly appreciate the exposure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Of course, we're here to talk about Adelaide Bliss. But before we go there, let's get to know the woman behind the brand. What's your story? Okay. Well, my name is Risque Gilmore. Um, I am a native of Ben Harbor, Michigan. Um, it is the lower part of Michigan, if you're familiar with that area. Um, I came to Montgomery around 2004 to attend Alabama State University. Um, and while I was here, I met my husband, who's from actually New York. Um, and we got married and I stayed here. Um, and fast forward, we got married. Um, we have a daughter um, who will soon be seven and um, worked various jobs here in the city. Um, and one of those jobs was I started working for the YMCA. I became a um, Zumba instructor, also became a group exercise fitness instructor. And so I was with the YMCA um, for about six years um, where I taught Zumba in various group fitness classes. And from there, I just ended up creating Adelaide Bliss, coming up with this business, and the rest is history. Wow, that sounds great. So you born and raised in Michigan, made your way down to Montgomery and attended the Alabama State University. What did you major in? English, language, arts, education. Ah, you over there in the smart building. I was over there in the BA. We stayed away from y'all. You was over there making it uh, happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the funny, funny thing is I decided later on that um, I didn't want to teach. Um, I wanted to do something different. And I've actually been uh, reconsidering, reconsidering going back down that pathway. So we'll see what the future holds, though. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I totally understand. So... How was the HBCU experience for you? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was good. It was needed. 
Um, it was an initial initial shock when I got here, but it wasn't the culture. It was the heat. I came <laughs> in the summertime. I started my I started with a summer semester, and I'm glad I did um, because it wasn't that many people on the yard when I got here. But that heat was a problem. Like it got to a point where I'd be going to class and I'm like, it's too hot. And I turn around and go back to my door. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay in the air, the air conditioner, you know. But um, it was the heat that was the initial shock. Um, but I feel like I adapted and I settled well, you know, in the city. Montgomery actually reminds me a lot of the city where I'm from in Michigan. So, um it immediately started to feel like home, but I still missed home. Totally understand. And yes, that's one thing you will find out quickly when you come down here, that heat, especially in August, <laughs> is very suffocating. So <laughs> I know coming from Michigan to Midwest, I've been in Montgomery all my life. So I um, kind of used to it, but I know coming from where you come from, that humidity is nothing. It's nothing like the humidity that's down here. It's next level down here. <laughs> oh yeah. But I'm used to it now. Oh, I'm used to it now. I'm like, Oh, it's just 90 degrees outside. It's just 95. It's normal. I'm used to it now. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No doubt. You definitely, since you've been, you said you've been here since 04. So, yeah, I'm sure you've adapted to this uh, this interesting heat. So, yes. So, let's talk more about Adelaide Bliss. What inspired the name and what products and services do you have going on? Do you offer? Okay. So, um, what inspired the name was. I really just sat and I thought about what do I want people to get when they come into this facility? Like what, what name will explain the business in totality? And I knew I wanted people to feel good. I knew I wanted them to feel empowered. Um, and then I knew I wanted them to feel happy. And so that kind of all went into the word joy and I didn't, I knew it was a studio, but I didn't want to say studio because I felt like everybody was using studio. And so, um, and this is seriously what happened. I put in synonyms for joy and uh, saw bliss. And I was like, that's it. And then uh, Adelaide is just French for studio. And a lot of times when people hear my name, Risque, which is French and it has a meaning behind it. People ask, you know, is that your real name? It's always been a conversation starter. And so when I heard Adelaide, I was like, you don't hear that too often. So that is definitely a conversation starter. So it's really just studio joy. And that's what we want people to feel um, when they come in. And that's how we want people to leave. We don't want them to leave the same way that they came in. Wow, what a powerful story and what a way to come up with a name. Because I, I like that. You wanted to go a completely different route. Like you said, studio is overly used. So you went in, got your Googles on and found you a great name. And it definitely stands out to me because when I was just, because I keep an eye on the businesses that's in Montgomery. And I was, uh, that's how I stumbled upon your page. I was on Facebook and I was looking at Montgomery Black Pages. It's a group on Facebook. And I saw that I said, I couldn't pronounce it, of course. So when I saw the name, I was like, Bliss. I was like, I'm about to. <laughs> I said, let me just click on this. And, and I watched a few videos and I see what you got going on. I see the classes and the environment mm -hmm. looks very welcoming. And you definitely created that. Like, and uh, you wanted to. It, so pretty much it looks like you were able to create that vision and bring it to fruition. 
Yes, yes. To God be the glory. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Without question. No, that's great. So I know you do Zumba classes. Is there anything, are there any other classes or any other products you offer as well? Yes. Um, so we offer an array of classes um, for the youth. We have theatrics. Our theatrics classes, they're drop-in classes. They're $5 per child. Um, those classes are held every Monday um, around 530. Um, we're on break right now, so they'll start back up mid-August. Um, so we kind of do like a fall in a, um, in a spring semester. But those are just um, individual classes. Um, you can bring your child weekly, every other week. You register them. That's for ages um, 7 to 12. We also have ballet and jazz classes. Uh, we have our creative summer dance that we're starting next week. It's $15 registration, $40 for the program. The classes are every Wednesday in the month of July. Um, 5 p.m. Wednesday for ages, um, I'm trying to remember, I'm sorry, ages five to nine, and then 6 p.m. is for ages three and four, and that's creative dance. They're going to learn ballet, jazz, hip-hop, lyrical, um, and that's taught by Miss Kiana Robinson, um, and then in August, we will start our yearly dance program, which will consist of ballet, jazz, uh, we're going to be incorporating a little bit of tap for the three and four year olds. And we're going to expand that program up until 13 years old. We're bringing on uh, Ms. Tashara Slaughter as our other instructor. Um, so that's what we have for the youth. Occasionally, we'll throw some hip hop or some contemporary workshops out there for the youth. Um, but for the adults, we, um, we have line dancing, urban soul line dancing. That's taught by Ms. Zandra Colston. Um, I myself, I teach Zumba. Um, those classes are usually on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Saturdays. We also teach Mommy and Me Dance Fitness. Mommy and Me Dance Fitness is for ladies who have uh, recently had children. The babies need to be at least eight weeks old, um, up to about a year and a half to two years. You hold the baby in the carrier and you do light dance movements along with a few fitness movements. But that class is really just to help moms bond with the baby create a community, fight off that postpartum depression that a lot of women deal with, but they just don't talk about it. And, um, you know, you can, I know a lot of gyms offer child care, but every mother is not ready to just leave their child. They're eight weeks old in the hands of, you know, the fitness facilities, child care center. So that allows them to bring the child with them while they work out. And then there are things that, women deal with after giving birth, they may not want to experience in a gym, leaky breasts, incontinence, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So this is a safe space where if something happens, you need to breastfeed. We have an area where you can go sit and you can breastfeed. If you experience incontinence, it's okay. We're going to help you. If you have a breakdown and you just need to cry, like we're here to support that. Um, and I just relate to that because that's something I experienced not having family here and when I had my daughter, it was, it was difficult. And so that's why I wanted to create that program. And we do a monthly chat and chew. That's a free class. Um, that is just an event we have where women come in, sit, be encouraged, be empowered. That's hosted by um, Pastor Yolanda Ray. And uh, we just do different, we do different classes. We have CPR certification classes that's taught by um, Montgomery Fire Rescue Sergeant Demetrius Gilmore, who's my husband. Um, and so, yeah, we just, we do different things. We do different things. 
Wow, that's great. I, everything you just running off, I, I was listening, and that's some great stuff. You, you all are, like you said in the very beginning, just offering that safe place for women to come, and I love it. Like everything that you you was talking about, the postpartum and things of that nature, and allowing them to bring their kids in, and that's that's great. And even you took what you went through and, and you turned it into a purpose. You turned your pain into purpose, and that's really a great thing. That's very commendable. Yeah, that's literally, you know, and it's, it's funny how that happens because even being in the fitness arena. So um, myself, I am I'm a curvy or they say plus size, however you want to say it. Um, I'm a curvy, curvy lady. And so I remember, you know, walking into classes to sub and, you know, people are like, oh, so you're our sub. And I'm like, yes but you've got to get this workout, you know, and just having to, having to build that confidence, you know, in myself and, you know, just, um, I've, I've worked in, in the fitness arena for a few years and, you know, you do, you get the looks or you get overlooked or you get replaced. And, you know, I even had a supervisor one time tell me that she made a decision that was best for business, you know, and when you experience stuff like that, it's like, okay, it goes beyond just the physical, you know, it's like what's happening on the inside. And so that's kind of why we say, okay, let's create this safe space. Let's create this judgment-free zone so people can come in. And then because it's a smaller space, we can focus, you know, we can kind of zero in one-on-one with, with people. So I've had people that say, you know, I don't know how to dance. Okay. We say consistency is key. Just keep coming. And then I can work with you. I might take a few minutes after class to work with you on a move or teach you. You know, and you build relationships that way. And it's it's gotten to a point that when people come in, if I'm not here to greet the person, the customers are greeting the person. The customers are checking in on the new people during class. The the customers are encouraging the new people to just keep going. They're sharing their stories. And so, yeah, it, it started off like everything is not always, not just built out of pain, but definitely built from a place of, this is a problem and it needs to be fixed. So what's the solution? And so I guess I'm just trying to be a solution to some of the problems that I've seen. Yes, ma'am. Well said. Well said. So whenever I have entrepreneurs on the platform like yourself, I like to cover three things. I like to talk about the aha moment, action, and audacity. Let's start with your aha moment. Take me back to that moment when you first got the idea to start Adelaide Bliss. Ooh. Um, (laughs) okay so literally I had won a dance competition there is a plus size dance group out of New York called Pretty Big Movement they did an online dance contest I just jumped up participated wasn't thinking twice about it didn't think I would go to New York my husband's from New York but I never had a desire to go and um, I ended up winning And when I went to New York to dance with them, we danced at the Alvin Ailey Extension. And at the Extension building, they offer all of these classes, African classes, Zumba classes, Latin, salsa, like hip hop, everything you can think of, they offer. And it's for beginners, it's for advanced, it's for everybody, it's for adults, it's for children. And I'm just walking through there and I'm looking at the pictures, I'm looking at everything that's in the building. And I was just like, I think I could do this. Like, and then I saw everybody, what I loved about New York was I saw everybody had a hustle. 
like there were no excuses. You know, you'd be in Central Park and they'd be like, you want a horse ride? And then you go to the other side and the same person or another person is asking, you know, you want a horse ride? Everybody had a hustle. Everybody was grinding. Everybody was moving and not focusing on what the next person was doing. And I love the whole thing. And I was like, you know what? This would be dope to bring back to Montgomery. And so being in, uh, if it wasn't for going to New York and seeing the Alvin Ailey extension building or center, I would have never been inspired. And then to be in a room full of other curvy women that can dance their butts off and they were encouraging, they were motivating. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. It sparked, like it sparked um, something in me. And I was like, it could be done. So that I would say that was the aha moment. Wow, that's great. And to your point, uh, I went to New York for the first time in my life last year. And you're right. Everybody got a hustle. Ain't nobody got time to be hating on nobody. Everybody getting to it. I love it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's awesome. So from the time you first got inspired and had the aha moment, let's transition over to the action portion. How long did it take you to, from the time you had the aha moment to actually get started creating the logo and getting started in business? Mm. I think it was, I think it was maybe a year to a year and a half. I I, I knew it would be a good idea, but I am, um, I have to know that I know that it's something that God is telling me to do. And so I sat for a minute and um, I, I don't want to give too, well. Go for it. No worries. <laughs> Um, I was, I was teaching at the YMCA. I also had a friend, um, that actually was in the building that I'm currently in. She does, um, she does hair. And when she first got the building, she showed me the building. I walked in the building. I was like, this would be a good dance studio. It's like, I could see it. And she never opened. She never opened the entire year. So she was renting the space and never opened the business. And so a spot came available around the corner um, in the same area and she moved there. And I was just kind of like, okay. And the the guy who um, actually owns the area, his wife showed up to my Zumba class at the YMCA. She said she enjoyed my class and fast forward when my friend finally opened her salon, the wife came around the corner and she was just like, oh, you're my Zumba instructor. You're that. And I was like, okay, were you in my class? And she was like, yeah. And it was literally like a light bulb went off. I looked directly over here <laughs> where I'm at now. And I was like, wait. And I was like, this is not coincidental. And so um, after that, I just jumped. It was like, I when I say it was like the light bulb went off, it was like, God was giving me the okay. It was all I needed. And I jumped, I started getting the information. And when I tell you it was easy, easy peasy to, to get in here. And then I had people that were supporting people from my Zumba class that were supporting and everything that I needed, like God literally supplied. So I knew it was something that I was supposed to be doing. And I hope that answered the question. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. It did. It did. It took you a year to a year and a half to go out there and make it happen. And trust me, I understand that apprehension and not one. You want to make sure it's the right move to make. And sometimes we take 
forever in a day to actually make a decision. It took you a year, a year and a half. That's not long at all. It took me three years mm-hmm. to go from idea to actually starting this platform. So I commend you for listening to being obedient because that's what it really comes down to, being obedient to God and and uh, the direction he has for your life because it's easy to talk yourself out of stuff. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've been there. So I commend you for not talking yourself out of this. That's great. Well, as soon as I, we were scheduled to open in April of that, of, I think it was 2020 mm-hmm. and the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So it shut everything down. And I was just standing here like, like, God, I know you told me to do this. Like what is going on? And so that was a moment of, of doubt. And it was like, wait, like, I, am I, you know, am I tripping? You know, I hate to say it, you know, like that, but I, that's no how it was. I was like, am I tripping? I'm standing in the middle of the studio and I'm like, I know this is something you told me to do, but when I tell you God sustained it and has sustained it. And whenever I get to that moment, cause there's still moments where I want to talk myself out of it, you know, because I am not, you know, I'm not a local, you know? So I have to also look at the fact that I didn't know a lot of people and to have the people that I have, I would say is a huge accomplishment. So um, there are still moments where I want to talk myself out of it. Um, but every time I try to, it's like somebody comes along and they're like, man, I really needed this. Or I'm so glad I found this place. Or, you know, you've been such a blessing. And it's like, OK, God, you know, it's your will and not my will. So, you know, I, I'm just going going along for the ride. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. I definitely understand and I appreciate the transparency. So mm-hmm. on to my last portion, audacity. It takes courage and audacity to step out there and start start your own. You've already talked about your close relationship with God and being obedient to God. Is there anyone mm-hmm. else or anybody else in your circle that gave you that courage, that, that audacity to step out there and get started? My husband. My yes. husband. Um <laughs> And I, it would be funny because if you were if you were to come in, you know, I tell people, my husband has never laid flooring a day in his life, <laughs> and <laughs> he watched um, a YouTube video, and he to, and I always tell him this. He's just one of those people he can watch a video and it's like he catches it, and he started watching videos on how to lay flooring, and he laid the flooring in one day. Um, he laid the flooring in the bathroom. He hung the mirrors. Like when I tell you, it's like he saw the vision. My my um uh, my uh I want to say my logo. He designed it. We sat and he was like, okay, what are you thinking? And I told him, you know, I want, I know I want a feather. I I, I said olive branch, paint, brush strokes. I gave him everything. And he came back the next day with like five designs. And we chose the logo and he took literally my vision and made it happen. Um, and when I tell you, he, it was just everything, like everything I needed, he made it happen. Um, he pushed me. Um, he convinced me not to even go back to my other job. He was like, no, like focus on your business, the energy you're going to be putting in at that job. You need to be putting into your business. So when I say he's my pusher, he's my motivator. Uh, when I want to quit, he's like, nope, God didn't bring you this far to quit. So, yeah. And if he can make it happen, he's going to make it happen. So he definitely is that person. 
I love to hear it. Shout out to your husband. He went to the YouTube University and learned how to do that flooring. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest university in the world has something. That's great. That's great. And he de he designed the logo. He did a did a great job doing that. That's amazing. You like I I definitely that's definitely important to have to have that uh, support system, especially from your spouse. So um, hats off to him. Mm -hmm. Good job, Demetrius. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So um, I know, so now we're going to transition over to the vision portion. I know Atelier, Adelaide Bliss has done great things and will continue to do great things. So what's the long-term and short-term goals for the business? Uh, short-term is literally to just keep building, keep building the clientele, uh, keep performing and um, pushing great customer service. Um, I've always worked in customer service, so I know how important it is um, to keep, just keep, just stay consistent, stay consistent. If we stay consistent, I feel like we'll continue to grow. The people will come in because people are still find, finding out about us. Um, the long-term goal, ooh, the long-term goal for me is to leave a legacy. Um, to leave a legacy that my daughter would be proud of. And um, I would want everybody to, I think everybody would say the same thing when they would say, you know, like, okay, she was definitely a lover and a great example of, um, of God. And I would like to expand. I would, I would like to expand. I don't know where, but the long-term goal would be to expand. It's to leave something, um, leave that legacy and leave something behind for my daughter. She may not want to dance. She dances, but she may not want to take up dance, but she gets to see um, what it's like to be an entrepreneur, you know, from her mom. So yeah, the long-term goal is just legacy and um, expansion. Yes, ma'am. Love to hear it. And I have no doubt that all of those goals that you have set, I have no doubt they'll come to fruition. And um, especially if you keep being obedient to God and just keep going. Cause I know it, I know at times, like you said earlier, it's get discouraging, but some way, somehow, if you just hang in there one day longer, things work out. I don't know how it works like that, but right when you're about to give up, you keep pushing. I don't know. Blessings yeah. just came, seem to come your way. I'm pretty sure you experienced the same thing. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, ma'am. So as we come to the conclusion of the podcast, I want to ask the million dollar question. I highlighted this. I created this podcast because I wanted to highlight the greatness coming out of Montgomery. Whether you're from here or lived here for a significant period of your life, you've been here since 04, came here for college and you're still here. I just want to know what's, what do you appreciate most about the city of Montgomery? Mm. Wow. What do I appreciate most? First, you're happy about the crowd. Now you got me thinking. No worries. <laughs> Take your time. Um, you know what? One thing I do like about Montgomery is um, it does have a sense of I guess family-like orientation, like the people that come to the studio, for example, 
they're not my family. But then as soon as they realize that I don't have family here, they just take me in. And they're like, they're inviting me places. And I'm like, well, when I'm not open, I want to sleep, you know? Right. <laughs> but they're like, hey, you can come have dinner with me and my family. And, you know, well, what's what you doing for your birthday? And they add, everybody asks about my daughter. They check in and make sure she's okay. So it becomes like one big family. And, you know, at home, it's kind of like, if I don't know you, I ain't got no reason to be talking to you. <laughs> 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 Oh, I understand. <laughs> and here, here I've had to learn to appreciate that, you know, because at first it was kind of like, why is they talking to my child? Why are they just talking to me? But now I so appreciate it because, you know, you do sometimes miss your family. So I love the how people just once they get to know you, they embrace you and they take you in and they take you in like your family. So I like that. Yes, ma'am. And I definitely I I get where you're coming from in terms of like, especially the difference in cultures. Cause uh, I have quite a few friends who come from the Midwest and come down here. And that's one thing they always say, that's the hospitality. Like you meet somebody and a couple hours later, they invite you over to dinner, like you said, and they're ready to give you a plate of food. And yeah, that's, we had this, we had the Southern, Southern hospitality in Montgomery. So I, I know it uh, definitely had, um has been a blessing for you as well. Just being able to be away from home and find a family down here. Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So Risk K, how can the people connect with you connect with you? What are your social media handles? Facebook and IG. Okay. So on Facebook, it is Adelaide, <clears throat> excuse me, Adelaide Bliss, A-T-E-L-I-E-R, Bliss, B-L-I-S-S. And on Instagram, we are Adelaide Bliss MGM. And that's it. Yes, ma'am. And of course, I'll put all of the social media information in the description of the episode. Hey, Risque, thanks again for this conversation. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Good people. That concludes another dope episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone, but before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe, but most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.